Hey guys, welcome back to Intentional Queen Journey Podcast with your girl Janine. I am so, so excited to be doing this next episode with you guys. First and foremost, I had a women's night last night. It was called Intentionally Uplifting Women's Night. And we had a few girls come out, or I shouldn't say girls, we're going to say women, queens. They came out to support me for my podcast launch, if you will. And spend some quality girl empowerment time with your girl Janine. And I feel like it was awesome. The spirit moved through that night. The women were able to be vulnerable. I learned so much. All the feedback from the ladies who were there was like, Janine, we got to do it again. So shout out to those ladies. And some of them are now listening to this episode. So I told them I was going to shout them out. So this is my shout out to you ladies. You empowered me last night. I was so proud to be amongst such a good group of women. So today we're going to call this episode As an Intentional Queen Think Of. There's a book called As a Man Think Of by a man named James Allen. The book is pretty old. It was published back in 1903. So you see we in 2020 going into 2021. So this book was a long time ago. Book was a good read. But as we started digging into the last few things about vulnerability, about being uh, planted, about showing gratitude, about planning our vision, about prepping for our purpose, this book came into play because pretty much as a man think of, or for this episode, as an intentional queen think of, is our next step from our vision, our purpose, and leading towards our journey on restoration. So I even talked about this last night at the women's event about mindset and mindset is everything. But James Allen has a quote in his book called, we're limited by the thoughts we choose. Our character can be summarized by our thoughts. If we think the same, we will be the same and we will have the same results. So pretty much if you're expecting something to change, you got to change your attitude, your demeanor, your thoughts, everything needs to change. So you're not continuously having the same results because you're not doing the same thing. So as we dive more into this, let's talk about purpose. Purpose, when you do a literature review on it, it's a goal or an intentional, hence why this podcast is called Intentional Queen. Then you go into your vision. A vision is the ability to plan for the future and it gives your purpose a direction. What I've learned going through this journey is that restoration and happiness is not a destination, but yet it's a journey. So people ask me, how did I come up with the title of this podcast? It took a lot of thought, but when I really started boiling down to where I was trying to go with this, this is why restoration is in it and why it's called journey to restoration. And it's intentional because we're being deliberate about how we're going to do it and how we're going to get to where we need to be so we can level up each other. And I feel like last night, cause you can tell I'm so happy last night, we were just leveling each other up, which was great. Proverbs 23, 7 says, as a man think of in his heart, so he is. And Romans 12, 2 says, a man must renew his mind. I'm going to leave you with another thing that T.D. Jakes said. And it was funny. I just did an interview with my friend on another podcast and she saw me sipping my giraffe cup. And I got giraffes everywhere around the house because we'll get into as you think of it's also about the affirmations and the things you put in front of yourself. So giraffes are big to me. But T.D. Jake said back on the Oprah show when he was talking about one of his books, don't quote me, but I think it came from the book Instinct. And he said, you can't explain to a turtle a giraffe vision. The reason what he was saying there is about 
viewpoints or sight lines. A turtle and a giraffe, one is not better than the other. Each animal is not better than the other, but the viewpoint, but the vantage point is so much different. A giraffe has a very tall neck. It has vision. It can see far out, but a turtle is a little lower on the ground, right? And it can only see from its viewpoint. Let's talk about what T.D. Jake says with a giraffe. And even if you do some literature review on it, a giraffe pumps its big heart, pumps all the blood flow up to its neck. It rarely comes down, meaning its neck rarely comes down, but only to get a drink of water every so often. And when it leans its neck down, that is its most endangered time, meaning that is when the risk or the vulnerability is the highest of getting attacked. But when they bend down, it's briefly because they need nutrients, they need to level up. And so when you want to put that into layman terms of life, you have people who see a vision. They want the vision for the people. They lean their neck down to help them and help themselves. And sometimes they get in that endangered state too long. And then if the blood flow can't go back up their neck, they pass out. And if they pass out, then they become at risk for damage or danger. So sometimes you can't explain to somebody a vision that God gave to you because they can't see it from the level that you see. I can say from my personal life, I saw a lot of vision and things and people that I was like, yo, you're going to be great if you do X, Y, and Z. And they're like, Janine, I don't see it. Well, sometimes I was trying to bring them with me on my vision, on my flight, And they weren't down for it. They couldn't see what I see. So what I learned is I I was endangering myself by continuing to not stoop down because that's not the term I want to use. But I was endangering myself by sticking my neck out in certain places that I shouldn't have did because it put me too far at risk for getting harmed. And if you want to be candid on this podcast, which you can see I have been, sometimes you can get bit by a snake and not even know it was in your camp. So You got to be careful when you out here uh, in these streets. As I say, that's my little lingo in these streets. You got to be careful when you out here because you can turn around and get endangered and don't even know because you're not watching your whole 360. You only see the first part. So now that we talked about turtles and giraffes and let me be clear and make a disclaimer. I have no issues with turtles. Because being a nurse, there's a nurse in sorority that I belong to that that is our mascot. And it represents perseverance and slow and steady wins the race. So let's not take that out of context. But for what we're talking about today, a giraffe represents vision and foresight and dreams and moving forward into those dreams. So I have a giraffe in my office. I I was wearing giraffe jewelry. Uh, Me and my brother bought each other giraffe, different things. He bought me something real nice for my living room. So giraffe is like my spirit angel. It's kind of funny when I'm out doing my side business, my patients know me by my hat. I had a special um, scrub hat made that's in the giraffe print. You know, everybody rocking the leopard. I had this special 
um, giraffe hat me. And when I'm out, that's how my patients remember me. And they're like, hey, you are um, the one who wears that hat. And I'm like, yeah, because it's my spirit animal and I use it for insight or vision. Because pretty much when you're thinking things and you're changing negative thoughts and mindsets, you have to train it like a muscle. So you have to continuously see it and plant it in your mind of what you're thinking and what you're doing. And I wanted to say to myself, I have vision, I have vision, I have vision. And so I put it everywhere to remind myself, girl, you got vision. Thoughts are everything when we dig into the purpose. So we're going to dig more today. I feel like how do we intentionally set, renew our mind on our purpose and our vision and be that intentional queen? Think if pulling from James Allen's book, you got to change your thoughts. Everything is either a positive seed or a negative seed. And we want to change the bad ones. I talked in my last episode about the meditation app. Sometimes you have to meditate, get yourself out of that negative spirit and get something positive in you. Sometimes you have to reset your mind and put new thoughts down. Sometimes people tell you to list and dump it. So I'm one where if I have like 30 things to do, you're trying to remember it in your head. That's a part of that superwoman syndrome where you're trying to remember all these things you got to do. I'll just write out a list and just dump it and then come back to it and knock it down. So that's real big for me. Tyler Perry, I was looking on YouTube probably about, it's been almost a year, and he was on Joel Alstein's show, and they asked him to come out, and he kept going about pray and maintain. And so what he said is when you're up against challenges and storms, the way to get through them is you have to pray so you can go higher, and then you maintain that level until you get to the next one, and you pray and maintain. And you just keep going higher until you get closer to your vision or your vantage point like a giraffe would entail. We talked about spark joy when we talked about our Thanksgiving episode and gratitude. You have to figure out what makes you happy. When I did the women's night last night, I started off with an icebreaker of what's something that brings you joy or excites you or gives you energy. And the women gave me so much insight about that. We also talked about last night, stressors. Because once we dug into our stressors, we were able to really dig into some things that was bothering us and how to lead more into self-care. I don't want to get too far off topic, but it was our thoughts about our stressors that led to how deep we were able to be and how vulnerable we were able to be last night and be able to encourage and level up each other. Sometimes you got to schedule a worry time. If you got all this stuff on your plate with your stressors, you know, sometimes you got to just schedule that time. So you'll say, you know what, I'm going to deal with this crap later tonight between nine and 10 when I put my child to bed, whatever it is, you're going to have to sometimes schedule your worry because you can't walk around holding the weight of your holding the weight of the world on your shoulders every day or being so consumed in your problems that you can't enjoy the little things because sometimes it's just a time and moment. Somebody said that last night and I thought that was awesome. It's just a time It's just a moment in time is what she said. And sometimes the worry we have to remember it is just a moment in time. Let's dig more into the vision. So 
last episode when I did Thanksgiving and Vision, we talked about Steve Harvey and him saying that you need to have a vision board or you need to write down what do you want and write all those things down. So hopefully you guys were able to accomplish that. Once you create that now, now we need to try to create a lifestyle that changes things for the long-term process. So remember I said it's like a trained muscle. So you have to get it in your head that you're going to meditate on the things that you want. Let's relate it to like a process when you're pregnant. It takes nine months usually unless you have a premature child. Nine months to carry a baby. It's a process. The baby is not fully grown until it hits maturity closer to its ninth month or third trimester. Let's talk about, I got some nurses out there that are listening. There's the Benner theory where it talks about novice nurse to the expert nurse. When I came out in nursing at 17 and to now be 20 years out, I wasn't the same nurse that I am today as I was the nurse back then. When I read, I went back, I put out about a launching of the podcast. I had it out since October, but I put it out to my family and friends a couple weeks ago. And it was a lot of people who had seen me in my humble beginnings as a nurse that reached out to me to let me know, Nene, wow, you've impacted me. Or I remember when we used to whatever and work together. So this is what I'm talking about, novice to expert. Now I feel expert in things. 20 years, it's been some time. I've done a lot of different type of nursings and a lot of degrees, but I tell my students every time that I have some with me that it's always something new you can learn. And you can see as for me doing this podcast, it's not about nursing, but it's something new that I'm learning. I enjoy empowering women. I didn't even know men were listening to it. A couple of men reached out to me and told me, Neen, I'm listening to this too. And Some of them was like, I'm going to let my girlfriend or my wife know about this because I feel like you're trying to uplift women. I'm just so blessed about people wanting to be a part of the intentional queen movement. You hear the term, you got to crawl before you walk or run. I was crawling through this journey to restoration to, well, it's been some years. I would probably say five years of craziness, but... The last two, you know, it was rough. And when you crawl, you don't really take heed of where you are in that stage. But then when you walk in and running, you say, wow, look at where I am. Last night, one of the ladies reached out to me after the, after the event and she said, hey, what I really wanted to say or, or emphasize is every woman at that event was at a different phase between novice to expert or crawling before walking and you want to make sure that each woman knows that you can't compare my expert to your novice you got to check me when I was a novice and go there and you shouldn't compare yourself at all but I think sometimes people get stuck on where they see you now and think that oh I'm not doing as good as I should be because look she didn't want through x y and z and look how she's doing it no don't compare yourself embrace where you are in your moment in your time and you're crushing because that'll just get you wadded up and create more negative thoughts about yourself because then you're comparing yourself and not thinking you're good enough and remember we said your self-worth is everything you are good enough and once you know who you are in Christ you're really gonna be doing the darn thing when I was getting my master's degree it was this one song by Mary Mary go get it and 
one of the lyrics is, it's like you're looking through a telescope and you see where you're going to be. I knew I wanted to be a nurse at four years old. And that's how I feel about certain things that I'm doing, even in this podcast. I see where I'm going. It's like a telescope. Not there yet. Giraffe vision is coming. And I'm just taking my phase of crawling to walking to running. And so you got to just step into that. And I'm just reinforcing that because this is for some ladies right here. This is very particular that I feel like I got to drill this out for you because it's a heavy one to take on. I talked about the butterfly on the last episode because you got to understand where you are in transformation. Transformation takes time and you can't judge as the woman who reached out the comment last night, you can't judge the timing that it takes in each process. So, Hey, my process could be a few years and yours could be a few months that don't make my process any different than yours. It's whatever time you need to be where you need to be. That's what you do. Start prepping for your plans. Changing your mindset is so key. When you get it in your spirit, you have to say that you believe in yourself. You got to be patient with yourself. You have to start setting them goals. That's why I said once you know what you want, then you can set goals to achieve them. Change your behavior, what's not working for you. That's what it talks about when you talk about um, James Allen when he says, your character summarizes your thoughts, but if you think the same, you'll be the same, you'll have the same results. He also talks about a garden and he says, you reap what you sow. It's a harvest. You have good seeds, you got bad seeds. That's heavy on the crushing, right? I talked about them seeds. So it feels good to me that looking at different areas, some that aren't very spiritual and some that are, that it still comes up to be the same about you reap what you sow, not necessarily where you sow. Your mind is like a garden. You have to continually put good stuff into it because if you keep negative stuff, then normally you're you're feeding in negative energy to produce negative results. And that's not what you want. Your goal is to be restored and have positive results. So therefore we got to get positive things in you. Matthew six thirty Y'all keep hearing me say that same verse. My pastor put that down in my spirit a while ago, and I believe it is key to everything. I see God in everything now, and I make sure that I'm doing it by what he say, not what I think, because a lot of times, especially in my past, being so goal oriented, if I wanted it so bad, I didn't care how much strength, will, or anything it took. I was like, but I'm going to get there. It's going to happen. And one of my old bosses, she said to me, and she's spiritual too. She said, When you going to let God take control of some of that? Your will, your might can only get you so far. And I didn't really understand that about four or five years ago. But now it feels so much better when I let God be the bow and me be the arrow. I relaxed in the tension that God was putting me in because when he set me forth, y'all, he out here doing the thing. And I couldn't do it without y'all. So I thank you. Let's talk about the third thing. Restoration. Somebody told me this other verse that I thought, well, it wasn't a verse, but 
they told me something. Expect the unexpected. I used to have such high expectations of myself, of people. And I mean, I used to be offended by things that I shouldn't even be offended by because I was expecting them to do things as if they were me. But what I realized, you're not me and I'm not you and I can't expect you to be like me. And so why am I sitting over here getting offended because you're not responding or doing or behaving the way that I would expect you to do it if you were me? That was heavy. Expect the unexpected. When I started eliminating expectations of things, like last night I was like, it might be just a couple people. It was a good amount of people. We were COVID safe. We were blessed last night. I expected the unexpected. Moving forward. It's just a glance back. Don't be like Lot's wife. The fences of others. I was watching a sermon. It was a while back, but they had some good points in there. And I say this to people too. One, hurt people hurt people. And what I mean by that is if you don't heal up old wounds or be a bag lady and you carry your baggage from one situation to another, and I'm not just talking about a loving, like a love relationship, like a marriage or anything, sometimes even just in friendships or coworkers or whatever, hurt people hurt people. And sometimes you don't really realize when you're bleeding on people Cause your wounds are so heavy and you're not acknowledging that you need surgery mama and you got to go ahead and get that sutured up, healed up and then do something different. Right? So once I learned hurt people, hurt people, and that sometimes when you're hurt, you start finding people that can soothe your wound. Um, but then when they don't soothe your wound anymore, you guys become incompatible as friendships, as uh, relationships or whatever. And so then it be causes a lot more strife. So that's why I say restoration is something about healing broken places. You got to get back to where you were. I had to find myself in the wilderness and bring her on in. And sometimes in the wilderness, she was 10 years old. I'm just calling out ages, but you know, 10 years old, 20 years old, 30 years old, dealing with things. But the biggest lesson that I found was about offenses. I used to take things real personal, even though it might not even be about me. It's because that person's hurt or I'm hurt, right? They're offending me in something or some got me feeling some type way. Got me salty, right? Lots white. Don't be salty. Don't be bitter. And so what you got to learn, they'll talk about in the Bible about when they were going out to speak the gospel to people in the village and I'm just ad living right now. So they were out in the village, the disciples and speaking the gospel and telling people about things. And then they would go into certain homes and people weren't receptive of them or they were very rude to them or they were very dismissive of them. So the people who was speaking the gospel would leave the home and feel some tight way. Like you don't want to hear this word. You don't want to hear this knowledge. You want to, you don't want to do this. And they would feel some tight way and take it with them. But God said, brush your, brush your shoulder off, not like Jay-Z, but kind of in the same, same regard, brush your shoulder off of that dust of that dirt, because you don't need to take that dirt into the next home, to the next, next house, to the next relationship. If they don't want you or they don't want help from you, or they're not ready to deal with their issues. I mean, it's multiple things that people go through, but it might not be about you. It might be your other um, sister woman 
that can help that person or man help them get what they need. I used to feel like as a nurse, you don't, you don't want this type of care I'm trying to give you right here. You know, I'm just giving you examples that sometimes it's not personal, but I would take it personal. So when I did an interview with my good friend, shout out iced coffee and self-care, I told her about offenses and it was like, when you build up offenses, you start building up walls and you don't want to build up walls. You want to build up gates. I used to build up walls. Once I let you in and you act a fool, it's a wrap wall is up. But what I learned is I was walling out good people too. Cause I was starting to put everybody in one bubble. And once you start putting everybody in one bubble, you start learning that mm, maybe not. I need to make a gate. We're going to talk about that on another episode. Cause I feel like that's real deep that you have to know how to have walls and um, you have to know how to have boundaries. Do your work, it's endurance, it's building foundation. Be wise, have self-control over yourself. Really at the end of the day, you can't worry about others. You gotta deal with you. And that's why I said when, when I got humbled up, and became a power ranger because people was laughing at that little line. When I became a power ranger, I was dealing with me. God was dealing with me. I, well, I'm thinking about what they doing with them. I got to think about how he dealing with me. And once I got that in me, you good. Because now you able to change your behaviors, your reactions to things. That's what I'm talking about with triggers. And you can do what you need to do. But it's patience, it's endurance, and it's helping you to be a woman of virtue. Because you want to be a virtuous woman. Maya Angelou has that phenomenal woman poem. And I feel like that sums up who we are. When I was watching one movie and it was from the As uh, as a Man Think Of, it was a guy who had been wrongfully accused of rape and it had Morgan Freeman in it and another guy. But Morgan Freeman told the guy to read the book as a man think of. And then in there, he put a little tagline, why don't you draw this picture? And so this goes back to affirmations. I drew the picture and I had it on my mirror probably for about two months straight. And it's going to be a circle with two lines down the middle. And in the middle, the two lines, uh, the two lines represent distractions. And the reason why it's a circle is because you're trying to become complete, your full self. And if you keep allowing yourself to shortcut down the middle by the distractions, you'll never make your way fully around the course to be your full self. So once I put that little diagram up, that's how I was able to deal with distractions and say, you know what? This is trying to distract me from what I'm trying to do. We're going to still do what we need to do and not allow the noise, right, to distract us of where we're going. In closing, James Allen talks about self-control is strength and it becomes a mastery and then calmness becomes your power. So make sure when you can control yourself, it's a strength, but it's also a muscle. Once you can do that and deal with your your triggers, your weaknesses and create healthy boundaries, calmness is power when you don't let the outside noise stop you from your hustle. So let's talk about some references. We talked about Proverbs 23, 7, how a man think of. 
the stages, as I told you, with the Benner theory, butterflies, however you want to do it, and related to pregnancy. But the big thing that we were championing for this episode was the book, As a Man Think of with James Allen. If you can't get the book, go on YouTube, get some of that down in your spirit, because I think it's a blessing. So we're going to call it as an intentional queen think of. I'm going to call to action for you guys to reset your mind, embrace where you are in your phase. Avoid distractions, know your limits, create boundaries, and no matter what, every step is important in your season because it creates experience. Don't be scared to fail. It's a lesson. Think about Thomas Edison. How many times did he have to fail in order to succeed? I think it was thousands of times. So you just get back up on there and we're going to do this thing. I want you to continue to level up your IQ to a better you. I want you to stay engaged in the Intentional Queen movement. I want to thank my fellow Intentional Queens. I'm going to see you on the next episode. People say how often. I normally try to do it every two weeks. You can check me out on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music. You can check me out also on Intentional Queen Journey on Instagram. I have an email there. I also have the website. People ask me about my main website, Intentional Queen Journey. It is in process. I'm getting it together. But you can always just go out to the intentionalqueenjourney.libsyn.com just to get all the latest episodes. Until next time, queens, check you later. Mm -hmm.